to this. You know what? And in the ring with Dan and Benny, hey, brother, man, he's about the most cat. I just love him to death. I love you. Thanks for having me. Hey, you're the best. I'm telling you, brother, in the ring with Dan and Benny. Yeah. We love you. Thank Woo, you so much, Dan. Oh, yeah. Hello, friends, and welcome to another edition of Dan and Benny in the Ring. I'm Dan Spashano, joined, as always, by the BS Express himself, Benny Scala. Benny, how you doing, buddy? Dan, it's another two-podcast week. Now, normally I'd ask you for a little uh, extra ka-ching in my pay packet there, but I have such love for our guests that I'm going to do this one for a hot dog and a handshake. Uh, well, you know, you talk about love of the guests, and we'll uh, introduce our, our fine third man tonight, uh, but for those... Uh, real quick, quick shout out. I I want to uh, st- uh, thank you to uh, Jim Cornette uh, as part of a charity purchase. Uh, I posted it on the page. Uh, he cut a promo on our recent success with our French listeners. Uh, I I expected a hello for a few seconds. He cut what was it, a two or three minute promo it was like on us. Two minute and twenty eight seconds, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was it was good stuff. So I and you know what? He still got it. Better ninety nine percent of what I'm seeing on TV today. So he didn't even take a he, the guy didn't take a breath. He That's good. Start, he just two minutes, 28 seconds, nonstop, nonstop. But, you know, here we are. This is episode 115. Uh, we, we, we made our, our jokes about the French audience. We got Jim Cornette cutting promos on us. But, Benny, we wouldn't be where we are without the early success we had. And uh, this gentleman that's on the line with us, I mean, he's really kind of the patriarch of what we have with uh, the success of a show. Benny, why don't you tell everybody who we got with us tonight? With pleasure or in French, avec plaisir. Uh, so this gentleman is back with us for the third time. And besides being an, an educational institution in the Hampton Roads area, in uh, Virginia, also the distinguished commissioner of the fabulous Virginia Championship Wrestling Promotion. So from one commissioner to another commissioner, I'm honored to welcome Mr. George Pontas back to Dan and Benny in the ring. George, welcome. Bonjour, mon ami. Comment ça va? Très bien, merci. I'm afraid that's all I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, that, that's my whole arsenal, too. <laughs> now, um, I, I apologize, pleading ignorance. I love Jim Cornette, so I'm not familiar that he actually uh, uh, had a problem with you guys in a positive one. Uh, so that w- that's awesome. Can you tell me more and the audience listening more about it, uh, Dan? Yeah, he did a uh, he did a charity a charity drive for Cameo. Um, the, you send you know donate some money to charity and he would cut promos for you and you know we get we gave him a little little tidbit of the show we had just charted uh on the on the uh podcast charts number th- we, we peaked at number 30 uh in, in france and and some other places and he cut oh a but it was about awesome. a two it was yeah it was great but it was it was a two minute promo maybe you know kind of ribbing us you know heel manager style about uh you know we've got the the but, you know, we're sponsored by Jimmy Valiant. We've got, you know, Dominic DiNucci and Ivan Puzzle, all these Hall of Fame guests. And you guys can't get over, can't get in the top 30 in any country but France, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he said if we keep at it for another seven, eight, nine, ten years, we might crack the top ten in Malta. So we, we got that going <laughs> right. for us. 
he he did he he did understand though. He said uh, he was working on his podcast for two weeks before they were number one in the country. So he uh, he gets what it's like to wait. We've been, we've been at it for two years and we're number thirty in in Europe. So we're, we're <laughs> I chipping love away. It. I can't wait to listen to it. That's so cool. That's great stuff. Uh, you know, George, we, we obviously um, we had you on and you know, we've had you on before. And, and always great stories, great stuff. But we're doing uh, like we did with your uh, your your friend Jerry and and with Brandon Scott previously. We, we got to talk about a big VCW event coming up. But before we get to the uh, you know obvious, we, we do want to talk to you a bit. And um, I mean, Benny mentioned you're you're the commissioner of Virginia Championship Wrestling. You, you've told us stories about your time in promoting, and, and you've really been very busy. Uh, you've been quite involved in the national wrestling scene recently as well. You had promotional work for uh, the Ric Flair's match in Nashville. You, you had that that wonderful video that's still part of our intro. You and, and Jimmy Valiant uh, cutting a good promo for the show. Uh, you, you were posted pictures of, of your time at SummerSlam. You, you were involved in, in a Jim Crockett promotion event earlier this year. Uh, obviously, you're very active with the NWA. You post a lot of pictures of your travels and your backstage work. Your services are still really in demand, and you've been traveling everywhere. Uh, I'm sure the listeners would love to hear more about the, the great happenings, what, what you've been up to recently. Thank you. Thank you so much. I have to admit that 2022 was definitely a wow pinch me moment after moment after moment at the end of the day i'm a regular fan who's been blessed very fortunate to um have a taste of little little uh success within in this industry uh and and to be able to help out like you just mentioned with with the uh, nwa with rick's last match was just Every every day, especially when I was there, I, I, this is legit conversation now. I'm like, I, I don't want to wake up. If this is a dream, this is just incredible. And so for the listeners perhaps uh, not aware, uh, and and you can hear this in the in the previous uh, in the previous episodes that we recorded, and I'm sure Dan and uh, Benny can refer to what episodes they were. But my original claim to fame, if you will, was with filming on my old Super 8 uh, camera, uh, sitting by ringside, and forget ringside, by the ring apron, uh, the matches from the 70s and 80s, highlight type matches from the 70s and 80s of Jim Crockett Promotions here in the Hampton Roads area, referring to the Norfolk Scope and the Hampton Coliseum in Virginia. And again, you can hear the longer version of this and on the previous podcasts here. But uh, I was able to parlay that footage into documentaries from high spots about Jim Crockett promotions and then uh, sold some of it to WWE, uh, which they've used on uh, and continue to use to this day on uh, their various documentaries on the different specials happening from the America uh, from WWE's most wanted treasures to uh, to everything else in between that they have out there and and so and my other I wear many hats in life and my my other hat that I wear is that uh, I'm a writer for the flagship newspaper I, I go by my Greek name Yorgo and I've been very, very blessed and fortunate in interviewing a lot of 
I handled their sports and entertainment section, a lot of famous entertainers. And in the course of that, I interviewed Conrad and, and Bruce when they, uh, Pritchard when they first uh, uh, came out with their podcast. And that's, and then once Conrad realized my, uh, you know, my background uh, with the friendship with the, the Crockett's and, and the footage information that I shared, the friendship between Conrad and I blossomed big time. And then that uh, fast forward uh, when, uh, ooh, now I'm going to get a little set again. It was, it was two years ago that, uh, that Jim Crockett passed away. Uh, passed away. And we talked about this in the previous podcast as well. And and Conrad reached out to me, George, you still have any footage left? I'm looking for uh, old NWA Jim Crockett stuff. I'm interviewing Jim Crockett uh, Jr. And I want to include some of your footage. And of course I did. And uh, by doing that, uh, and God rest Jim Crockett's memory, I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional. Uh, by doing that, that... Uh, opened up the door to the fast forward now this summer when Conrad and David Crockett, who's a very, very dear friend, decided to put together this uh, last Ric Flair match. Uh, Conrad reached out to me again and said, George, you know that footage we, we used? Yes, I want to use it some more. Are you kidding? Of course, you're welcome to it. Anything to promote Jim Crockett promotions, uh, I, I'm down for. And so they, they, and um, for the listeners out there, if you want to see some of that footage, you can definitely uh, go to Ed Free Shows uh, that Conrad has on the various podcasts. And on there, he has a, a five and a half hour interview of Jim Crockett, part one and two. And on part one, uh, we've included uh, my footage at the end of the part one interview. But then highlights of that footage was used in telling Ric Flair's story in his uh, in in his for his match uh, against, of course, Jeff Jarrett and uh, and um, our friend Jay uh, Lethal, and what they were able to do by combining the training session. I still get get goosebumps just talking about it. Combining uh, my old footage with the training that uh, Rick was doing with uh, Jay Lethal or Jay Lethal's gym, which he has in Florida, was just mesmerizing. So um, that was one of the ways that I helped. And then there were some all-time, um, I should say all-time legends, wrestlers that uh, Conrad wanted, and I was able to uh, uh, help get them. And one of them, of course, Benny, was your friend and mine, the boogie woogie man, Jimmy Valiant Mercer. Yes, sir. And um, he really enjoyed and, himself too. Uh, yes, he did. He had such a great time, and so so thankful and grateful, and and we were able to recreate that moment with kissing <laughs> Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone. Schiavone. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and then once I was there, I, I helped in the green room and I helped in the, you know, with some other things as well, coordinating. But then I was also blessed enough to uh, to just partake of the festivities and and uh, and enjoy everything from. And it's, I, I still find it hard to to say this uh, coming out of my mouth, being at Ric Flair's um, roast and 
and uh, coordinate some things in the back uh, to to then uh, fast forward to Sunday and being at the at that last match. And let me tell you, the the footage, of course, is electric in itself. That it, whether people see it by purchasing the DVD or what people have posted, but being there in person, it was deafening. And speak about Memphis Heat when Jeff came out and shoved Conrad and and Karen, who uh, also is a dear friend, as well as Jeff, and what they were doing there. It was just a magical, magical moment that I I thank God every day that I, I got a chance to experience, have memories, and share the memories with our listeners now as we as we talk. And okay. I didn't even, yes, and I didn't even touch on SummerSlam. So with, so with SummerSlam, and honestly, that's how the whole thing started with, with Conrad. Conrad realized that SummerSlam was going to be in Nashville, was going to be on a Saturday, and then uh, that's when he uh, got the wheels going. He says, well, wait a minute. All these fans coming from all over the world, nothing happened on Sunday. I'll have my StarCast uh, weekend then. We can have Rick's last match, because Rick was bugging him and bugging him and David to do that last match. And, uh, and everything just kind of fell in place. So since I knew I was there, that weekend, very blessed to have my connections with uh, WWE. So I reached out and they hooked me up with a with a nice uh, ticket there, and I was able to to go and and not only enjoy it as a fan, but uh, but to be right right there on the floor, uh, and then because I, because I guess I, because God again says George, this one is yours. Um, I wound up uh, sitting, very long story short, I wound up sitting in the second row at SummerSlam next to Brock Lesnar's best friend from childhood. And we got to trade stories and I got to film a lot of footage and, and just a blessing on top of a blessing on top of a blessing. And I think it's a, it's a I'm going to say it this way, I do my best to be a good human being and, and help my students when I was in the classroom helped my friends, helped the fans at VCW, and I know both of you, but especially Dan, you're such a loyal supporter of us, one our number one fan, uh, <laughs> that, uh, that I, be- I truly believe when you're a good human being, you know, good karma comes back to you. So that's my long answer to your question. That's a great answer. So, George, we read online that VCW has actually developed some kind of a working agreement with ODU, Old Dominion University. Um, how will that impact VCW going forward? Well, first, I have to give the devil his due. So um, as much <laughs> as Gary, Stephanie, and, and oh, uh, uh, Benny, I did, I mean, not Benny, Dan, I did get a little bit upset with you at the beginning of this podcast because you referred to, to Jerry as my friend. And Jerry is. I want to make it very clear. I, I use that. Is, I use that term loosely and very, very loosely when it comes to you two. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I have gray hair. I, I think I have more because of him, with all with all his uh, silly shenanigans, uh, and what he's put me through uh, when we came back after COVID. But at the same time, he does work hard for VCW. He does try to provide the best talent as well as myself and, and for the most part, part listens to my advice when I find new talent out there and bring them to VCW. 
And so it was Jerry did the second step, the first step. Now, this one I proudly share with the world. It was actually his wife, uh, that uh, Becky, that said to him and, and kind of just stayed on him, you need you graduate from Old Dominion University. You need to cultivate that relationship. There are great people there. I'm sure they will. They'll be willing to do some great things if you if you reach out to them. And and he listened to his wife. God bless him. And uh, sure, they had, had the initial meeting. And now answering the the, the question, Benny. Uh, now the best is yet to come. It is just uh, an incredible. Uh, relationship that uh, has blossomed and we have so many plans and exciting uh, ventures that we will be doing together of course at this point I'm not at liberty to discuss but we do have a um, a show coming up June the 3rd that uh, will be uh, filmed there at the Good Theater at ODU uh, it's a double it's a double uh, show uh, done more like a, a TV uh, station format of the, the, the old style, and and there's so many other things that oh I'm just I can't wait to share with the world uh, as time progresses. So we're very 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 excited with that new venture with ODU. We're very blessed to have them as as part of the team. And just to Benny, just to make it very much old school ODU has promised to provide us with an old woman that'll start swinging at, at heels if they get too close to the front row nice <laughs> like like the old like the uh, what the umbrella lady in Memphis all those years ago yes and and some of uh, somebody uh, same some old woman that had uh, like a, a needle and she would pinch them, <laughs> pinch them wasn't there like a hat pin Mary somewhere I think sorry <laughs> well uh, I mean, uh, other than that, I mean, that was big news when, when it was announced, the, the ODU show. But before ODU, and the reason really we wanted to get with you tonight is VCW, have, Virginia Championship Wrestling, you have an upcoming event on March 18th. We're recording this on the 9th, so it's about a week and a half from now. It's next Saturday. You're returning to Hampton Roads and your old stomping grounds of Hampton High School. Uh, another great card of professional wrestling. We'll get to the card shortly. Um, but the highlight for what, what's really gotten a lot of the buzz is you announced the special guest, the one and only Magnum TA, uh, known Terry Allen, known the world over, uh, one of the greatest talents of his generation. Um, I mean, really, Benny, we've talked about it before on the show. We, we ranked Magnum TA and Gino Hernandez as the two biggest what-ifs in the Absolutely. history of professional wrestling. Uh, he's a longtime resident of the area, but this is his first appearance in in this kind of event in many years. Uh, so, one, I want to hear your thoughts on, on Magnum TA, what he means to the area, what he means to wrestling. And, uh, I mean, obviously, before we get to the card, but also, how does one go about talking him into coming back to, to a show like this. Um, we, we mentioned that I've been blessed to know the, the legends. Uh, Terry and I are very good friends. And quite honestly, I was even more friends or better friends, however you want to phrase it, because Terry traveled so much with his parents. So our relationship goes back for many, many, many years. And we wanted to have Terry here or Magnum TA, let's refer to him by his uh, wrestling name. Um, we wanted to have Magnum here 
at other times as well, but it just never, we were never able to coordinate, you know, dates and times. And now the stars align just right. And um, we're, we're able to, um, uh, to have him come. He's so excited um, of being, uh, of coming back home and seeing, seeing the many fans and, 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 and visiting here as well. Uh, you know, uh, privately he was here, I say privately, but I'm saying it out loud, but I don't think he'll mind. He was here last year because I mentioned I was good friends with his parents. His mom passed away last year and uh, they, uh, you know, he came here to, to uh, of course, bury her. But, uh, uh, but except for exceptions like that, he's down in, in the Carolinas. So this is truly probably 16, 17 years since he has been here. So a great opportunity for fans to not only take photos with him, um, get autographs, but uh, reminisce about about the the good old days of uh, Jim Crockett Promotions and the feuds that he that uh, Magnum has had with Nikita, with Tully. Oh my gosh, just absolutely incredible! I actually had an opportunity to interview uh, interview Magnum to help promote the show as well, and. Uh, uh, I will be posting that. Uh, it's already on our VCW Facebook site. But I'll, I'm going to post it on, on my wall as well tomorrow. And we talk at length uh, about his feud with Tully, his uh, uh, with Nikita, the uh, his early history, Andre stories, how he got. Do you guys know? I'll I'll, I'll share this one because it's such a cool story. Does it? Do either one of you know how? Uh, how Magnum got the name Magnum TA? Well, actually, I, I, I'm going to guess because he resembled Tom Selleck, but I'm sure there's more to it. Yes. Uh, Dan, how about you? You know, honestly, um, I'd only ever heard the, the, the passing mustache reference, but I haven't heard the whole story. So the whole story is that, uh, uh, Terry got his start wrestling uh, up in Oregon. He w- was trained by Buzz Sawyer, and Buzz Sawyer really uh, did a job on him taking his money and uh, and not really right. But it, it gave him the opportunity to get the foot in the door, and at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. So all has been forgiven for years. And while he was up there, uh, up there, the, uh, Don Owen, the promoter, uh, brought in. Uh, brought in Andre for a couple of weeks. And in those days, he was the big uh, attraction that, that Vince McMahon Sr. allowed Andre to travel to all the promotions, to all the NWA promotions, because he was also a member, he meaning uh, Vince McMahon Sr. was a member of the NWA. And so when Andre went there, Terry was the only one that had a big uh, car, enough to for Andre to sit in. So the manager said, you've got the big car. You, uh, you are the one that uh, is going to be driving uh, Andre around. And so, of course, Terry said yes. But and, and the reason why that's important, going back to the whole karma thing, when you do good, good things happen. That allowed Terry and Andre to become very, very good friends. And um, fast forward. He winds up going to, uh, he meaning Terry, winds up going to Florida. Uh, Andre, it's about a year and a half maybe later, Andre comes in to Florida. And because of their friendship, it picked up like it was it was yesterday. 
And by now, uh, Terry was more seasoned, more buff, uh, had the thick mustache. And Andre looks at him and says, you know, boss, you look like that guy Magnum on TV. You should call yourself Magnum T.A. And that's how he got the name. And here, here's a tidbit that a lot of people don't know that Terry shared with me. So after Andre, so, so part one of the story is he got his name because Andre gave it to him. Part two of the story is that he, uh, and all this is in my article um, with a lot more, uh, shameless plug here. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, and uh, Andre left to go to back to New York with the promise to Terry that he was going to talk to Vince McMahon Jr. about bringing him in. Okay, so so um, the reason why Terry did not, that didn't transpire, is uh, that uh, literally, let's just say Andre left on Wednesday. Thursday, you know, one or two days later, uh, Terry gets a call from uh, Ernie Ladd, who was booking for uh, Bill Watts, and said, listen, Paul Orndorff just left to go up to New York. There's a, there's a main event spot here. We want to give it to you. Do you want it? Of course, Terry said yes, and he went there and made even a bigger name for himself. But then that, of course, closed the door about him going up to New York. Isn't that a great story? And he did he did very well in, in Mid-South. Absolutely. He really, yes, he really did. So, Commissioner, so I, uh, I before think, we... So I, I'm, go ahead, I'm sorry. I do want to say this, since you asked me about my opinion. Uh, I do think the world of Terry and... Uh, uh, the, when he, uh, you know, the, you mentioned the possible lifts of Gino and Terry. Uh, yes, uh, what could have been, uh, uh, and then of course he had that horrific accident. Um, here's a story that I, I, I've, except sharing it with Terry, I don't think I've really shared it with anybody else. So he has the the horrible accident. He he's determined uh, not to give up, and actually we talk at length about this in my in my article, the, his faith in God and his willingness to not give up. Uh, and, um, and there's a cute story that I want to share with the listeners right now. I didn't even include it in my article, in my interview. And that is that uh, after pushing and pushing himself, after being told that he would never walk again, and the doctors do credit that he was in such great physical condition, which is why he was able to event, not die, number one, and number two, turn, his, turn himself around and walk again. So my connection to the, to the walking story is the, the first time he uh, made his walk, uh, just take a couple steps after the accident, he, he calls his mother and says, Mom, Mom, you're not going to believe this. I, I just had my first step and I uh, happened to be over at the house at that time. And I, and I heard his, his mother, Marion say, well, it's a good thing that, uh, uh, that you uh, called me to tell me about your first steps. Cause I was the one that saw your first steps when you were a baby. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that was, you know, that was, a, that was a cute story. That's a great story. Uh, yes. Yes. So with Dan, his father, who also both have passed away, Dan, a couple of years before, I was I was very close friends with them. 
So, uh, Commissioner, I have a, a multi-part question here. So before we get into the specifics of the card, and as a commissioner, I know that we wear many hats and have many duties. So uh, I guess the first part of the question is if you could describe your duties and responsibilities as the commissioner of VCW. And then um, I've the movie Mr. Holland's opus, I get emotional when I think of this movie because it reminds me, and I, we spoke about this before, of a, a, a teacher I had named Murray Cantor who taught in uh, Woodward Parkway Elementary School, was there for years and years. And uh, to me, you are one of the, you and him are the tr uh, true Mr. Hollands in real life. Uh, and you're absolutely an educational legend in the, the Hampton Bay area. So if you could uh, tell us about your, your affiliation with Hampton High School. And then I think you had mentioned uh, before we got online that there was, uh, uh, the last time you guys were in Hampton, something happened there as far as having a show? Uh, yes, indeed. I'll, I'll address the, uh, the second real quick. So our last uh, event that was going to happen at Hampton High School as a fundraiser because we, you know, we do annual fundraisers there to, to the school. Hampton High School is my alma mater. I actually graduated from there. Uh, and then many, many years later, wound up teaching there. And, uh, and so it is, uh, and we're bringing in Sergeant Slaughter, another huge name, of course, all over the world, but also in the mid-Atlantic area. Uh, a tremendous uh, pre-sales, just incredible. And literally the day uh, before the event, it was, I think it was March the 14th, March the 13th, everything started being shut down. This is 2020, being sh shut down because of uh, COVID. And so we, uh, you know, after spending thousands of dollars promoting and, uh, and, and arranging other, other things, um, we had to cancel the show because obviously we had no choice and it was, it was a hard decision, but it was the right decision because God forbid if some, someone had you know gotten COVID while there, none of us would have been able to forgive ourselves. Uh, it was one of, it's one of those, uh, if, uh, moments again, and what, you know, how awesome it would have been to have Sarge. But we're hoping to bring him here as well. Like I said, we have tremendous, tremendous announcements coming up in the upcoming year. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to work something out with Sarge and have him come here as well. And then the first part of your question. So I came to America when I was 10 and, and, I, uh, and I moved to Hampton because that's where my father had bought a house when he came before us and was working in Hampton at the, at the brass shop. And so I grew up in Hampton and wound up going to Hampton High School as a student, got into education, and thank you so much for the compliment about, uh, uh, about Mr. Opus there, the movie. Uh, I, as, as humble as I can say this, I do agree with you. I've been very, very blessed to, um, to work with students that, um, students at risk, that I believe in them and they believed in me. And because of that, we were able to change a lot of lives and turn a lot of kids' uh, lives uh, in the right direction. I've had so many. The only, the original reason that I got on Facebook, I fought it for a couple of years, was because I ran into one of my former students and they said, oh my God, Mr. Pontus, so great to see you, blah, blah, blah. Please, are you on Facebook? No. Please get on Facebook. I know that um, there are many students that want to reconnect with you, and I'm so glad I did. 
because many have reached out to thank me and I mean stories that I wasn't even aware that I had affected their lives so and and it's just I have goosebumps now just just thinking about it and talking about it so uh, and so eventually I got into administration and I was able to uh, went into Portsmouth first and then came back to Hampton City Schools as an assistant principal at Spratlin Middle School. And then from there, as I decided I needed to kind of slow down and have some time so I could visit my mother in Greece who, and sister with my mother getting older, I went back into the classroom and I was very blessed to, to wind up uh, my educational career teaching at Hampton High School. And then that opened up the door for us to do the, the fundraisers every year and, and help the school uh, make some extra money. And this is one of them coming up an incredible opportunity for everyone to come see incredible matches and uh, also um, have the opportunity to speak with Magnum TA. And you mentioned something, Benny, that I want to also touch on real quick. First of all, super congratulations to you, my friend, from one commissioner to another. I'm so happy for you that uh, you are uh, a commissioner as well for uh, Jimmy uh, Valiant's promotion, um, correct? Uh, yes, you, sir. Uh, I'm, I would think you've talked about it on, on your podcast, but for those listening to this one for the first time, so tell us a little bit uh, about what your involvement with uh, Jim, Jimmy Promotions. Well, that's the, that last word you said, promotion. I'm really trying hard to promote uh, the school. Uh, they have a new uh, YouTube channel with a, uh, a twice a month uh, wrestling live from BWC show. So I'm trying to make sure that uh, we, we step up the subscriptions and the, the listenership. And I am, you know, getting involved in the, in the booking somewhat. And uh, I recently, uh, actually yesterday, had to find one of the managers there, the Sensational Stash, who's actually a guest on our show a few weeks ago, uh, an undisclosed sum of money uh, for, uh, for making some disparaging remarks about the integrity of the uh, BWC administration. So I'm sure there's going to be some fallout from that, but so far so good. And I mean, I op opened up my door a half an hour ago before the show and uh, there's nobody outside waiting to burn me at the stake. So, <laughs> so far so good. Well, good for you and, uh, for what you're doing, helping out our friend, uh, being part of, of a great promotion there. I follow them as well. And, and they're doing so many great things. They have some incredible talent. And then on top of that, good for you for sticking to your guns and finding him. I part, you know, that's yeah, said earlier. What's what are some of my duties with being the being the commissioner? And we got to make those hard decisions. Like for example, Papa Don, who uh, back in December put his hands on uh, on our uh, now commentator and uh, and uh, and uh, interviewer. And so I, as much as I hated, I got so hot. I, I was talking to him in Greek. But I, I suspended him, so he he was not at the last show, uh, but he will be at at, uh, at this show in Hampton, and we'll be curious to see how our, what happens between the two of us. I I respect him a lot. He's an incredible athlete, an incredible wrestler. I want him to be part of the BCW family, but at the same time, we you know we have to respect uh, everybody's workability and that was just so uncalled for on his part and then the other thing that i enjoy doing is traveling and and scouting talent and uh bringing them to vcw 
that was one of the reasons I wound up. I didn't answer this at, at the previous question. I wound up uh, helping out with uh, Billy Corgan's NWA and uh, was fortunate enough to be at the Jim Crockett Cup tournament with my friend David Crockett. Uh, and then um, at another uh, pay-per-view that they had, I was able, they, they wanted some talent there. And so because of my connection with the legends, I was able to facilitate and bring in uh, Barry Windham, Baby Doll, J.J. Dillon. Uh, so just uh, very blessed to have those opportunities and, and connections to continue to, uh, to keep history alive, but at the same time, put together the legends and the, and the young talent, upcoming talent, so uh, they can learn from each other because uh, it's all about it's all about uh, continuing this great, great, I still call it a sport because it is, it is also entertainment. I've accepted that, that combination of verbiage, sports entertainment. Um, it is a great form of sports entertainment and we want to continue it for many, many years to come. Well, George, I said we would talk about the card, the Hampton show coming up. Uh, you kind of, Gave us a great segue for that. You suspended and and told uh, Papa Don to stay away. One of the highlight matches of the card coming up is for, <clears throat> excuse me, the VCW Liberty Championship. A current champion, Dirty Money, is defending against platinum icon Phil Brown and Papa Don, both former champions in their own right. And those three men have been with VCW uh, for many years, three of your real elder statesmen, and I mean that in, 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 as a compliment, um, really the makings of an instant classic uh, with the Liberty Championship and three, uh, ch the current champion and two former champions in the ring. Um, I was wondering if you have any thoughts on that, because that's I've been a VCW fan for many years, and other than the title for title tag match you did with the uh, – uh, with the uh, Ring of Honor titles back on it was about 10 years ago. Um, I don't remember the last time everybody in the ring has held gold like that. Uh, any thoughts on that match? Yes, very much. And of course, Phil Brown, I would be re remiss if I don't mention that uh, Phil is a graduate of Hampton High School. So that's, uh, that's also very cool and a nice uh, homecoming from him. Uh, and, uh, and he always enjoys when he performs and wrestles there at Hampton High. Uh, Dirty, of course, has been, oh gosh, one of our longest uh, heavyweight champions in the past. Uh, and, uh, and then Papa Don, uh, I felt compelled to include him in this, in, in this uh, battle, if you will, because he was the previous champion. And so uh, because I had suspended him, uh, I thought it would be only a pro So I'm trying to do a fair job Papa Don, if you're listening to this, because I know you've been complaining, uh, I'm doing my best and I am giving you a title shot and this is it. And so I know Phil will be just as determined and dirty, just as determined to keep his belt. So I'm really, really looking forward to this match. This is, this is definitely one that I, um, uh, I was very happy to put together and get all three of them to agree. Now, George, I got to ask you, you were talking about your involvement. Um, I want to kind of sidetrack for a second. I haven't looked recently, but there was a long stretch where the most viewed video uh, on VCW's YouTube page was your entrance uh, 
coming out at a Hampton High School event, your your match with Jerry. We're, we'll get to that in a bit, but um, I'm curious. Do you have any? Maybe you can give us a teaser. You have any special entrances planned now that you're back at Hampton? Well, uh, quite honestly, I didn't know that that had the most views. So thank you for that. I'll have to go back and look at it now. That 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 entrance for me was, uh, I I happily say. My Roddy Piper moment when he went to Madison Square Garden, he had all those bagpipers bringing him in. Uh, that's where I had gotten the, the vision for that. And then uh, with, of course, the band director there being a dear friend, I asked him if, if that was a possibility. And he said, of course, George. And, and we were able to pull it off. And that will happen again. The band will bring someone in. I'm, we're going to have those of you listening uh, come and see who who it's going to be. But I'm excited to have uh, uh, the drum team there perform for us again, because uh, not only do they brought me in, but they also performed. Uh, and uh, as well as we're going to have now we have an incredible young lady that now uh, sings the national anthem for us a cappella. But for this particular show, we're going to have the school choir uh, sing the national anthem for us. And so I, as as that retired teacher, I always enjoy involving the students. So I'm really looking forward to that as well. But answering your question, uh, it's been difficult for me to uh, to get my hands on, on Jerry because of the position that he's in. As a matter of fact, one of the matches that I tried desperately to make it into a tag match was Benjamin Banks uh, against the Reason, uh, and I wanted I wanted uh, Jerry to be uh, with Reason against Banks and uh, and Griff, but he would have none of it, and I just he's taken a lot of my power away, so I have to find ways to trick him into into different things. So uh, I'm very I'm very frustrated on one hand that I wasn't able to make that a tag match. On the other hand, I, uh, both Griff and, and Banks have saved me when back back when when the reason uh, jumped me at the direction of of uh, of Stephanie's, um, the first two, when I looked up in pain, it, I, the first face I saw was uh, Benjamin Banks and the second Griff that came in there to save me. So I I I want them to really really do a job on the reason and. And hopefully Griff can get his hands on on uh, Jerry and uh, give him a couple of punches for me. <laughs> so, George, um, we were talking about this before. One of your duties uh, as commissioner is trying to scout some uh, talent on the indie wrestling scene. And one of the matches that I'm really looking forward to is uh, Gino Medina versus Caleb Conley, who are two of the brightest stars on the indie scene. So the fact that you are actively proactively scouting talent is one thing, but I think also the fact that VCW has the reputation it has, has is you know, one of the, the premier independent promotions in the country that uh, that attracts talent. Would I be correct in that statement? That would be very correct. We constantly get the, uh, get uh, requests. Uh, they'll hit me uh, on, you know, Facebook privately, you know, get my phone number and reach out. Uh, uh, honestly, same with you know, They'll reach out to Jerry as well, uh, and so um, and we we take that as a badge of of honor, if you will, that uh, we're we're not just asking talent to come to us. Talent 
wants to come to us. So thank you. Thank you so much for phrasing it that way, because that's a that's a tremendous honor uh, when, when that happens. We we have worked very hard. We've been in business since 1996 and we have worked very hard to um, make a big name for us in, in, in this area and up and down the coast. And we have uh, uh, working relationships with some of the other promotions as well. So it's a, it's a win-win situation for everybody. But yes, this match with Gino, Gino, of course, our, our former uh, VCW heavyweight champion has held all the belts. And Caleb, Caleb has huge star and impact. He, he has wrestled up and down the coast many, many years. This is a match of, of veterans on a high level. Is my description of that match. This one that uh, I, I will be sitting very near to the uh, to the front there, so I can see this match firsthand. I uh, it's been a couple of years that we've had Caleb uh, work for us because he's been so busy with Impact and 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 the other uh, the other promotions. So I'm super excited that we were able to work on a date and and getting Gina Gino Gino is super busy as well. He's from Texas to to Florida and everywhere in between, he's just uh, on demand uh, constantly. So this is this is an exciting match, and I'm so glad we were able to make it, uh, put it together for our fans and me. <laughs> <laughs> well, George, I mean, no show's complete. We talked about your special guest. There's a hell of a card. We'll get to the rest of it, but no show's complete without the main event. And you helped us arrange promotion for your for your show at the Croc Center in Norfolk. We interviewed Brandon Scott at that event. Brandon Scott had a match with the boar and he he came out on the losing end. And after that match, you came out and you announced that the boar was now the number one contender for the the heavyweight title. And he's going to in the main event coming up in Hampton, he's going to be wrestling Logan Easton LaRue, the venture grapplist uh, for the title. Now, that was very personal for you for for two reasons. One, it's always great to be able to to hype such a great main event, and the boar is easily. I mean, the reactions he gets, he's a hugely popular talent. But you touched a lot on his past, and it reminded me of the the call at, at the, the Iron Man match at WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, uh, Vince McMahon. You know, the boyhood dream realized. Uh, I was wondering if you could expand on that a little bit because that's the first time, I, not just in in VCW, but really, uh, he, this is a, 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 a I don't want to say kid, but but a kid from the crowd who grew up to become the number one contender for your heavyweight title. Uh, tell the fans a little bit more about that. Yes, and and uh, grew up is an understatement. He is huge, isn't he? What a what a <laughs> He's, he is a big man. Yes. Uh, the boar name is appropriate given his size and 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 so talented and he is still very young but so so very talented and yes i remember him for those fans that were not at the uh, at the crack center uh, show to hear me uh, i remember him as a little kid <laughs> Running behind me, Mr. Pant, pull it, pulling on my suit, Mr. Pontus, Mr. Pontus, thank you, thank you. I love, I love wrestling. I'm going to be a wrestler. Okay, son, that's nice. Yes, good for you. Work hard. <laughs> I think I might even say, <laughs> say your prayers and eat your vitamins, <laughs> brother, <laughs> brother. <laughs> uh, 
but you know, how many kids have have that dream? And and you want to encourage them, of course. So never in my wildest dreams, when he uh, uh, when we when we reconnected, and he's like, "Do you remember me?" I said, "Well, to be honest, uh, no." Did you wrestle for us when I, maybe I wasn't one of the shows or something? No, I'm so and so. Like, oh my God, you're kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up at him saying that. <laughs> You're kidding me. And so, and like you said, he is so over with the crowd, and rightfully so. The fans are behind him. He's he's a great young man, and I just uh, he has worked hard for the spot that he's in. And it was my pleasure to actually make that match. And I will be, uh, I, of course, I have no love loss for Logan Larue. Dan and Danny, Dan, you were there. You remember how he mistreated my grandson in his yes. match against. So, um, it took a lot, a lot in me to to hold myself back. Uh, but uh, I am, I will be cheering for Bors so much. I will be unbiasedly biased <laughs> in this match, and I and I hope and I pray that the Bors comes out victorious. This will be such an incredible moment. Logan is an amazing wrestler. He he has wrestled uh, on AEW. He has wrestled on uh, NXT. He's wrestled all over, uh, and and he deserves to be our champion because he also has worked very very hard. But I'm cheering for Boar. You know, you you mentioned you you told him to to train and take his vitamins. I wish I had taken some of those vitamins, uh, George. Can't, for those listening, I'm I'm six two two eighty five, and I look up to the boar. He is a when I say he's a huge man, he is a a I hate I hate to to use the word he is a monster, and I mean that as a compliment. He is a big man, and it's it's going to be fun to see. And I wonder, George, kind of a quick follow up. Uh, What's that that feeling? You've been in the wrestling business for many many years. Uh, I've you know everything from from your early videos to uh, the promotion work you did and and now your time with VCW, the boar is not when he's going places. I I guarantee we're the people are going to know who he is and sooner than later he we're going to see him on television sets across the across the world. Uh, I wonder what is that like to be when you see the young talent and you know this guy's going to make it and then five ten years later. Uh, there you are. I mean, I, one of the pictures I pulled from the archive for the article I wrote on you a few years ago was you giving a local title to uh, uh, Chris Chavez, who would go on, I think, only a year or two later to debut as Tatanka. And I mean, there he was, a, you know, local local talent working with you know, there's with, with George Pontus in the title. And then there he is on on WWF pay-per-view uh, of a year later. Like, what is that like? kind of to, to see the talent know I, I hate to say be to know you're right but you know it and then it's like I knew that guy was going to make it and, and I was there from the beginning yes and of course let's mention since you brought up Chris Chavis that uh, Chris is a Hampton young man he went to Bethel High School uh, excelled in wrestling and football and uh, I was a little bit instrumental with uh, with him getting into the WWF at the time Here's a little backstory uh, that when they were first looking at him, they first thought because he was such a uh, outstanding uh, football player at uh, at Bethel, they were actually looking to uh, 
package him as a football player. But then once they found, and we had arranged for them to come down and shoot some, and I can, the, my Greek accent here, I can never say this next word, right? Vignettes, uh, you know, little uh, stories there to, to further who he is to the, for the fans. And then, um, and then, of course, once they found out his uh, true Indian heritage, it was a no-brainer to promote him from that perspective. So, so that was really cool because at that time I was I was the, the promoter for South Atlantic Professional Wrestling. So I experienced that that incredible feel of uh, having Chris make it on the big stage. And one of the one of the nice proud moments for me was. When I was promoting South Atlantic Wrestling here in this area, my, one, of, one of those uh, events, uh, my main event was a young man named Vince Torelli versus Chris Chavis. And then if we use their names that the people now know them as, of course, you reference Chris as Tatanka, Vince Torelli was Ken Semrock. So that was my main event. Wow. <laughs> How incredible was that? And That's my, great. And my, and my semi was... Uh, Number one, Paul Jones from the old Mid-Atlantic area versus oh, wow. uh, Robert Fuller. So, uh, and, and we had so many, Mark Fleming was on that card. Uh, we uh, Bulldogs, uh, I had a Japanese wrestler on there. It was just incredible. So um, I experienced it that way. It's funny you should ask this question because I made a Facebook post about a lot of famous wrestlers have come through, either performed or appeared at Hampton High School. One of them was Luke Gallows. Luke was our VCW heavyweight champion wrestling at the bingo hall there in Hampton that the boar was a little boy seeing him wrestle. And uh, Luke went on to become a huge star, of course, in WWE and New Japan, Impact, and everywhere else. That was also an exciting moment. Uh, seeing that come into fruition. And let's talk about, as, uh, as real as it can get, from one of our very own, Blake Chadwick, our ring announcer, our wrestling commentator, the voice of VCW. He will not be at the show in Hampton. He was really looking forward to that one uh, when we were talking about, uh, about bringing Terry in because Terry graduated from Norfolk Collegiate. So did Blake. So did Jerry. You know, that was going to be a nice little reunion there, even though, of course, Terry was there many, many years before. But that would have been a nice photo moment, if you will. But gladly, we can say to the world, for those that have not heard, which is one of the so many reasons why fans, wrestling fans who support independent wrestling, support VCW, but support all uh, all independent wrestling, no matter where you are listening to this. Our own Blake Chadwick is now official WWE contracted performer. He is the voice with uh, Byron Saxon for uh, NXT's Level Up. It will be on tonight. Uh, no, I'm sorry, tomorrow night. They tape it on Tuesdays right before uh, NXT. And then they uh, play it on uh, the Peacock at... Uh, uh, 10 p.m. on Friday nights, right after SmackDown. And he goes now by the name, uh, of course, WWE requests that uh, you know, most of them change their name. So he now goes b not by Blake Chadwick, but Blake Howard. And so uh, wrestling fans, it is an incredible moment when you see the 
when you see the performers, the wrestlers make it on the big stage. And we are so very proud of, of Blake for accomplishing this incredible task. He has been uh, grinding this for many, many, many years. He got his start at VCW as an 18-year-old young man, maybe even younger than that. And here he is on the grandest stage of them all talking about, I watch it and I hear him talking about WrestleMania coming up and it's like, that's my Blake, that's my Blake. It's just so incredible, it's very rewarding. And to give that opportunity to as much uh, talent as we can is the purpose of, uh, of VCW. You, you reference about the Kings uh, of old school there. I remember back then we had a tagline that we, uh, we don't just book legends, we make them. So, uh, so there you go. Yeah, you know, uh, real quick, uh, you were you keep throwing out all the the talent. Um, f- uh, you and I being in Virginia, obviously, we're a little biased. He's on uh, he's on level up. Byron Saxton. Byron Saxton's a Virginia boy too. Yes, he is, and such a such a great great young man. Uh, uh, he's just incredible, and uh, I can't say. A lot, uh, you know, I can speak about him for a long time. And I'm watching the the time. I see we've already went over an hour here or so. So, uh, but uh, or coming close to it. Uh, but Byron, uh, uh, I'm very emotional with with him in a positive way. I had a very very dear friend of mine, old school uh, professional wrestler Mike Pappas, uh, who actually was the precursor to the all the high flying that we see today. His nickname was the Flying Greek. He wrestled for Vince McMahon. He and Andre were great friends. Uh, and sadly, he passed away a couple of months ago at the age of 80 because of cancer. But prior to that, uh, thanks to Byron uh, and some of the other people there in WWE, when the WWE did a, a house show in uh, Springfield where Mike lived, um, I was able to... Um, to coordinate them uh, recognizing Mike for his uh, years of accomplishment in front of his home crowd. And that would not have happened if it wasn't for Byron. And so Byron will, and that just speaks volumes about him. And so he will always have a warm spot in my heart. Well, Commissioner, I mean, from everything I'm hearing, this is going to be a great show that you have put together. How can, uh, how can the the listeners and the fans, how can they, uh, acquire tickets to this great event uh tickets of course uh uh the easiest way would be to go to our website vcwprowrestling.com and you can uh, sign up for the photo opportunities and autographs for for magnum ta as well purchase tickets they're going very very fast uh, uh, especially if you want to get any that uh, would be uh, ringside so please, as you listen to this, go there now. Don't wait till the last minute. You will be sadly disappointed about being right there, right by the ring apron, if you will. Uh, and then also, uh, it is a gymnasium, so we will uh, definitely have some seats available uh, to be purchased at the door. Now, this is on the 18th, correct? A week from Saturday? This, this is March 18, Hampton High School. Uh and uh, we also want to make sure we mention a couple of the other matches, uh, especially we have a, a women's match. The fans have been after quite some time to bring back women wrestling. And I'm just so happy that we've started that. We've been very blessed. And we have two returning 
female wrestlers. Savannah Evans uh, is going to take on Erica Lee. This is both of them want to show the, who is the true represent, female representative of ECW. So this match is going to be a hard hitting, exciting match. Absolutely. And to, to run down uh, now, granted that there's still plenty to come. There always is with VCW, but you've also uh, confirmed matches uh, featuring Alex Devine and Sal, <coughs> excuse me, Sal Esperanza and uh, Tim Spriggs, who's a favorite of Benny and I uh, wrestling DK Vondu. I mean, combine that with you mentioned Ben Banks and the reason uh, you've got the heavyweight title match that we talked about, the VCW Liberty triple threat. And all of this will, I mean, I can't stress enough, VCW does not put on bad shows. Um, but let's say, George, real quick, before we wrap up, um, what if for our listeners, uh, we, we talked about it at the top of the hour, um, our, our popular French or, or Canadian or Australian audience that won't be able to make the show, where can they find VCW online? Yes, and thank you. Uh, thank you for that. That's another uh, stay tuned, exciting venture that we uh, that's in the works about being able to to stream our uh, our VCW content on a on a much faster pace. For now, we uh, we we want our our fans to be patient. Uh, we uh, that you can follow us on YouTube under Virginia Championship Wrestling, where we post our matches there. Uh, we're of course uh, on VC. Uh, I'm sorry, we're of course on Facebook under Virginia Championship Wrestling as well. And um, that's where you can stay up to date in, a, in, a, in our website that I mentioned earlier, vcwprowrestling.com, where you can stay up to date with uh, everything that's happening uh, with Virginia Championship Wrestling. Uh, and uh, as we always like to say, stay tuned. The best is yet to come. And that's literally around the corner. Well, George, again, thank you so much. It's always been a pleasure. We've had you on. This is our third time. But before we let you go, I, I got to know, you corrected me at the top of the hour. I, I misspoke uh, when I referred to, to Jerry Stephanesis as a friend of yours. You two, uh, you had the 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 match. Um, I watched Jerry uh, take the uh, the beating from Gangrel. He got a few good whacks on you with that kendo stick This a few months back. Uh, you guys have been really button heads for, for a long time. You've got the ODU expansion. You've teased a few other things. Any chance in the future VCW fans see George Pontas and Jerry Stephanesis peacefully coexist? Uh, speaking as real as I can be, uh, not a character or anything like that, I would, love, uh, I would love to, only because originally we were friends. I was the one that introduced him to VCW. I was the, I, I changed his diapers when he was a little kid. Uh, I, I'm, I'm still good, very good friends with his father and father. I just tried to go when I, when we get together, I make sure Jerry's not there. <laughs> uh, so, uh, 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 I would like to, I mean, I'm, I'm not exactly a spring chicken here either. You know, I'm kind of winding my career as well. And uh, I would like very much for us to at least, uh, I like the way you phrase it, to peacefully coexist there at the end if possible. I'm surely open to it. Whether he is or not, I don't know. But uh, I think it would be a, a fitting way to, uh, to make final peace. I, I, see, I see his being again even more real. I see him post pictures of the beautiful baby that he has there, Peter. And you know, part of me wants to respond, but I'm like, 
I'm not going to respond to to him. I was like, I'm just thinking of his name. I started getting angry again. I do respond <laughs> when his wife posts the picture. I love his wife. Uh, so I do. I, I know I'm rambling, but I I, I wish we could wind up uh, being friends. That would be that would be that would warm my heart. You know that this could be the longest feud in the history of professional wrestling. I mean, how long is this? It's got to be like a decade. Oh, uh, easily. Yes, it goes back to oh gosh. Well, over a decade. It goes back to like 2010, I think. Uh, George, you sure? Like you said, you changed this diaper. You sure you, you didn't use vinegar in place of baby oil? Like, <laughs> well, maybe that's how he got uh, the piss and vinegar in him. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, but he loves VCW, so I cannot take that away from him. And I, and if for, for no other reason than that. He he wants the Virginia Championship Wrestling to excel as as uh, like all of us do, from the fans to those of us working there, and uh, and for no other reason than that I do I do give him the respect due to him, but at the same time he's treated me like garbage, and I get hot just start thinking about it. Now you're gonna get make me get angry about him again. <laughs> oh no, well. George, again, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure having you. You have the best stories. Uh, you know, we, we love having you on. Benny, before we, we wrap up tonight, any final thoughts? No, I, I just wish I was going to be there on, on, on the 18th because it sounds like an absolutely outstanding show. Anybody who's within driving distance, I would highly recommend it. You're going to get your money's worth and, and, and a lot more than that. Absolutely. Um, thank you for that, uh, Benny. Dan, um, do we have about five minutes? I wanted to share a story, but uh, in regards go for to it, my, George. I was going to I was going to yeah. ask if you had any final thoughts. Okay, so I've just started sharing this story with people. I mean, I did make a Facebook post when it happened because I couldn't believe it. So we we talked about my pinch me after pinch me moment at Ric Flair's last match. So I'm um, it's Sunday night. Yeah, the matches are happening on the on the pay per view. I'm in the back of gorilla position. I turn around and look, and, and who is standing next to me but uh, Mark Calloway, The Undertaker. Wow. So now talking to myself, I'm, I'm like, there's no way that I'm going to be this close to Mark and not tell him that many years ago, we had uh, there was an opportunity for both of us to work together. And so that's the story I want to tell. And um, for the fans, you know, not had seen who have not been seen my post back then in July. Here we go. So uh, in my youth, I had dark hair and a mustache. And I looked very, very much like Paul Bearer, Undertaker's manager, to the point that people would stop me at the mall and want to take <laughs> my, my autograph uh, because that's who they thought I was. And I was very honest. I would tell them, no, I'm George Pontus. You know, they didn't believe. Many did not believe me. They thought I was just being stuck up, Paul Bearer, that didn't want to, you know, or in character because Paul was a was a bad guy. To the point that sometimes, honestly, I would, yes, I'm him. I would, I would fake uh, an autograph, take a picture, just to get him off my back. But that gave me the initiative to uh, take it to the next step. J.J. Uh, Dillon and I, uh, to this day, are very, 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 very good friends. And at that time, back in the mid-90s, J.J. was the uh, uh, talent relations for WWE. 
And so, uh, and so I reached out to, to JJ with an idea. And my idea was that I am the real Paul Bearer. The other guy uh, is uh, my evil brother who locked me up in an insane asylum. So this was around the time where they had introduced Cain and Cain right. and under refuting. I left that out. I'm sorry. I haven't, I haven't told the story in a while. Uh, and so I got the idea that what I just said, Cain found me uh, in the insane asylum, got me out, and uh, I started managing Cain. So it would be me managing Cain against the other pole bearer and undertaker. We would take that around the loop. And then come WrestleMania, I'd turn on Kane. And that's about as far as my thought process got. Uh, I pitched it to JJ. He thought it was a great idea. He took it to Vince. Vince liked the idea. However, as they say in life, timing is everything. And this was the time right after the steroid trials had happened. And uh, not only was WWE, WWF, whatever we want to call it at the time, not only were they not NOT hiring any any new talent, they were cutting talent and they were also cutting salaries drastically. Uh, what I'm going to say next is not a secret because JJ put it in his book, but uh, they cut JJ's and all the all the administrative people salaries by 60 percent to the point where JJ lost his house. Uh, and so, uh, obviously they were not going to hire me or anybody else. And they didn't, uh, uh, Tatanka left for that same reason. Uh, so anyway, so, uh, so once JJ left, you know, my, my true connection back then in the nineties was gone. I, I had two little girls at home. I just kind of took it as a sign. Oh, maybe this is not the path that. God wants me to go to, and I and I didn't pursue that portion any any further. Although of course I did wind up uh, being blessed enough to uh, to be involved with VCW later on and South Atlantic Pro Wrestling and develop those incredible relationships with with the wrestlers. But so that's the background story. So so when I saw Mark standing there, I'm like, I I gotta tell him. There's no way I can't tell him this. So I, I looked at him and I said, Mark, and, and, and it helps for the fans listening. And if you did not see my pictures, again, I was in the gorilla position. I had a suit and tie on. I had the proper credentials on to be back there. So it wasn't like I, I stopped the undertaker at the mall in a, in a T-shirt and some jeans and trying to tell him the story. So I'm sure that had a lot to do with him you know, wanting to listen. And so, Mark, I, I need to talk to you. Uh, for just a quick second, I have a story that you're not going to believe, but I, but I, I'd like to share it with you. And and, uh, and at first, and I thanked him actually, and thanked his wife as well because Mark was not uh, had drifted away from uh, being religious, and his wife was very religious. Brought him back to our our Jesus, uh, our God and Savior Jesus Christ, and so Mark is, and that's important to the story because what I said to him was I thanked him. I thanked his wife for doing that. Then I said, you know, Mark, if there was a Bible here, I would put my hand on it because I would need you to know that what I'm going to say next, you're not going to believe, but at the same time, it's the absolute truth. So then I told them what I just said, shared with, with the listening audience. And then uh, I showed him a picture of me with the dark hair and the mustache. And uh, it was actually a picture with me and the Iron Sheik. He goes, I see that. I see that. Yes. Okay. Yes. 
Uh, and then the icing on the cake for me was whether he believed me or not, because he was really, his eyes opened up. He was really intrigued. He was listening. Wow, wow, wow. And then at the end, I said, would you mind if we take a picture together? And he goes, are you kidding? I want to take a picture with you. And he takes my cell phone, and we, I have a selfie with me and Mark, and he's the one that took it. And that, to me, proves beyond a shadow of a doubt, as far as I'm concerned, that he believed the story that I was saying instead of, like, blow, you know, blowing me off or whatever. So isn't that an incredible pinch me wow story it is and i've seen that picture and it is the 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 resemblance is uncanny and you're right i mean it's just a matter of bad timing you were talking about jj getting that salary cut and having to uh give up his house in connecticut i i believe also at that same time bobby heenan uh he, he uh vince offered him a contract and then he said well i, I can't i can't uh i can't do that and he gave him another contract with a 50 percent pay cut and and Heenan actually went to be um, WCW, the WCW at the time. Just yes, you are correct with that. I do remember reading that. So yes, you are correct about that. But I I mean just imagine if it was just at, at a different place in time that easily could have happened. I I believe that with all my heart and it's uh, but I'm very blessed with where I am and who I am and. Uh, and I do believe that everything happens for a reason. And and I'm, if nothing else, I'm able to share the story. And, you know, those that believe, God bless you for believing. Those that don't, that's okay. I love you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, George, again, thank you so much. And we'll definitely be uh, talking to you again in the future. And I'll be seeing you at the show next Saturday. So, okay, thank you so much, VCW, anywhere Uh <clears throat> there are a lot of good stuff coming up. ODU, Hampton High, they've got plenty of shows. VCW's got the Facebook page, uh, plenty of good clips on YouTube. They post a lot of good full matches uh, on their online as well, um, including the one we just talked about with uh, the most recent upload. Up, excuse me, the most recent upload was uh, Brandon Scott and the Boar. That was a great match. I was front row for that one as always. So good stuff there. George VCW, Virginia Championship Wrestling, plenty of good stuff coming up for. George Pontas, commissioner of VCW for the BS Express himself, Benny Scala, commissioner of Wrestling Live from BWC. I'm Dan Spashano. Have a good night, everyone, and we will see you next time we're in the ring. Or me.